Welcome to another episode of the Just Not Giving Up podcast. I'm your host Aditi and on the show today we have an accomplished technology leader and hacker, investor and entrepreneur. He has over a decade of vast and rich experience in program and product management at Microsoft, IBM, Cisco and Amazon. Besides being a TEDx speaker, he's a part-time teaching staff at Harvard. He has taught multiple graduate-level courses across management, psychology, and computer science. In addition to authoring the book Gelling with Gmail Labs, at the age of 22, he has to his credit today several articles and over 30 research publications. winner of the top 50 tech leaders award in california and elected thought leader by the leadership and management institute singapore he has also been a golden awardee with international award for young people a warm welcome to mr gundeep singh thank you so much for your kind words aditi glad to be on your show and a big hi to all the listeners wow I'm so surprised that you've achieved so much. Do you have any advice that you'd like to give to our listeners? Most of them are at a start of their careers. Some of them might be aspiring to go to top schools like yours. Well, Aditi, since you mentioned most of your uh, most of the folks in your listeners base are starting out, so let me bust a myth that I think is very prominent during the starting out phase. and i think has been there for generations and i think especially in a country like india so let's do a quick exercise first so what i would request is to uh, all the listeners to close their eyes and once you've done that imagine that you're entering a a sports store a huge sports store and you see a bin on your left hand side you are staring at that bin and it is full of basketballs there are about 40 to 50 basketballs inside the bin brown colored all the same color all the same size and now imagine among these basketballs in the bin there is one soccer ball in the bin which is black and white what grabs your attention the most the soccer ball right because it stands out so i see a lot yeah. of people doing the same things uh because basically their friends are doing it right and they they thinking is that if if their friends are doing it it must be right right they might have done their research but let me tell you that just makes you another basketball it doesn't make you stand out so let me share how i personally achieved uh to stand out and uh, you know what i did was whenever i used to see something unique or impressive or exclusive i would add it to my list right i would just simply pen it down Uh, and yes i mean you could call it that i made it made a bucket sort bucket list of sorts and with all the things that impressed me and more importantly the things that would impress someone else right so i kept adding to the list and working towards it uh, towards achieving it but you know there's a word of caution don't just blindly copy apply a personal filter as well right for example if you're impressed by someone being a state level wrestling champion for example right that does not mean that you go ahead and you start practicing wrestling straight up right you might not have the physical strength to carry that out that's fine you can choose your sport i chose basketball and i went on to play for the state so 
the idea has to stand out you don't have to necessarily replicate the exact same theme but you know just make it just take an inspiration and apply it to your own experience your own liking your own preferences and uh, you will have uh, a, a beautiful list that you can go ahead and start you know achieving it and i think a lot of people today get lost in what to do with so many options around it right and i think uh, something very beautiful was said by herbert simon in you know 1970s which i think is very relevant today a wealth of information creates a poverty of attention and i think in the digital age where you know folks are growing up with so much of information around them they just don't know where to start they are not focused enough right and i believe once yeah. you have your goal post designed that's personalized to you that you are motivated to achieve you will get there i believe given enough time you will surely get there. yeah i must say that the exercise that we did to understand the importance of standing out definitely stood out for me and i really like this bucket list approach never thought of it as you articulated could you help me and the listeners on how one can use this manifest abundance in your life and not give up which this podcast is all about <laughs> glad that you are able to resonate with the approach aditi and first off i think the bucket list helps you avoid going in spirals you know of waking up every morning and thinking what to do but once you actually have a few items on the list you can quickly move on to the next stage which is how to achieve it right it makes you very goal oriented and it helps me keep it i mean it helps me keep track and if you really think about it this approach is a very simplified framework to what even the big companies or corporations use right of course i didn't know it when i was applying it in my life but now that you know i work with companies uh, i know that most of the software and products are developed using a very similar framework much more complex of course but the principle is the same when you're adding features to a product you broadly start with a backlog you prioritize implement track measure and then repeat right so think of a bucket list as nothing but a a sort of prioritized backlog you know rather than this open ended wishful list right where you say someday i'll dance with the waves right i mean it can still be a wishful but it it just needs to have a timeline added to it right so instead of saying i'll i'll dance with the whales some day by next year i will dance with the whales it's like you are the product and you're making yourself feature enriched with the defined goals and milestones right and most people i know uh, you know do have a personal bucket list for fun right and they are their adventures list and uh, uh, i do too right so i mean i've i've checked off crazy items like fly boarding ski racing in fact highest highest commercially available bungee jumping in the us right and the and the whole point of this was that when i saw this for the first time i was like i got to do it right so all you have to do is apply the same principle for you know quote and quote your professional bucket list that will help you advance your career right have the same zeal same passion that same sparkle right i want to get into an ivy league university i want to write a book i i want to publish articles in forbes uh i want to be a tedx speaker right whatever it is right you can mm-hmm. just uh, keep adding to that list which is something that you want to achieve and once you have your career bucket list that will be your roadmap to success right 
and i think uh, once you have that list the other thing don't leave it there don't just make it a static list manage it well sequence the item in the list knock off something that you might not be relevant and you know just keep revisiting it and before you realize it i promise you would have come very far from what you can imagine by just picking off the items of it and boy it's it's very very gratifying to tick off or cross items of the list the sense of accomplishment will give you that nitrogen boost to go down the list even faster and remember you can always do more than what you can what you think you can absolutely such a powerful approach to the concept of bucket list and thank you for breaking it down for us so let's talk about the one that must be high on everyone's bucket list your journey to two ivy leagues harvard turning down oxford among others <laughs> so uh, aditi if you say it like that let me start with brutal honesty right uh, the motivation for me to go to one of the top schools in the world actually came from my biggest failures which is not cracking iit jee and you know i did my schooling from dps and not many people might know this but we had this what they call city section right so based on your 10th boards they would uh, you know uh, sort you out in uh, different sections and the top batch or the top section would call, would be called a ability section right so i was in one of uh, the ability section of my school in fact the science ability which is as as good as it gets and then i took coaching for itj in narayana right and at the end of year 1 then your grade 11 finishes they rank us based on a test which is like a it simulation and they reshuffle us into batches right so again the same principle the, the top 30ish students would go to batch 1 um, of the top uh, of the coaching and then uh, the next 30 will go to batch 2 i was in batch 1 right so i was in grade 12 in the ability section of my school top batch at my iit coaching center and just to give you some stats uh, i think majority of the students from you know dps section a would go to iit i think 90 or 95% from batch 1 was their success rate would go to iit so i figured i'm getting in right because i have great odds right uh, but guess what i actually didn't get in i was in that remaining oh. 5 to 10% yeah and i think um, you know what happened was that actually shook me and more than me uh, people around me because everyone around me was expecting including my parents was expecting me to get there right um, and uh, i had i had convinced my family that i'm getting in for sure based on my record and nobody even doubted me right because i had all all my uh, checks and balances in place but instead i got into a private university a private college right and that's when i decided yeah. for myself that i want to get into the world's best university i realized the importance of getting into a good school and i did everything i could i focused on you know what i could do instead of what i couldn't right because it was in the past now so i worked on my future you know i i i, I wrote research papers articles did certifications even wrote, uh, wrote a book right everything to build my profile and i worked hard for my exams and i remember not just working hard you know while i was preparing even when my application for columbia was due i didn't sleep for two days straight and my application was ready 
I just kept reading my SOP again and again, editing it, you know, improvising it down to a comma. And I was like asking people, do you think here comma aana chahiye? Will, will this sentence flow more beautifully if I remove the comma, if I put the comma, right? That is how much thought I gave to my SOP. And thankfully, I got through Columbia amongst uh, other accepts. And I did my computer science engineering from Columbia. And similar story with Harvard, where I did my management studies. But quite honestly, I think for Harvard, it was relatively easier since I already had an Ivy League on my resume and, uh, you know, I had something to show for and I was already working with Microsoft at that time. And uh, uh, luckily, Microsoft was paying for my tuition while I was working with them. That's so wonderful. And I guess another bucket list item is working with great tech companies at their headquarters like Amazon and Microsoft. While you were at Columbia, you worked at Amazon. In fact, you were the first TPM intern at Amazon in Seattle. (laughs) Yes, that is correct. And you know, uh, when I actually applied to Amazon, I was offered a developer role. And uh, I was super excited Uh, and obviously I joined them at their headquarters in Seattle and I remember very clearly on the day of my induction, they announced that Amazon had 2000 developers joining that summer, right? And I I didn't feel very unique hearing that and I suddenly felt like one among so many others. I, I felt like being the rust colored basketballs and not the soccer ball, remember? So what I did was I had already read about this TPM role, which is the technical program manager, and I was super excited to give it a try, right? And and what better time to try out things during your internship? So I requested my recruiter and I said, uh, hey, I want to do a TPM intern. She said, we've never had TPM interns. And I was persistent and I said, just because it has never been done before, it doesn't mean it can never be done that way, right? And she smiled, she gave me a chance. And on the second day of my job, this is where it gets funny. On the second day of my job, I was actually interviewing for another role within the same company, right? Uh, Fortunately, I cleared my rounds. But uh, unlike my original intern, it was very, uh, it was very unstructured. I wasn't allocated a team uh, and I was literally auctioned, right? It was like literally, hey, anyone needs a TPM intern on their team. Luckily, one team picked me but they didn't have a project for me because it was it was a surprise for them. And uh, quite honestly, I think in hindsight, that actually worked well for me because not only I started from ground zero, I understood the charter, their problem statements, picked a problem statement that I related to, presented a solution, took it from inception to launch, and I just loved the role and decided to continue in that direction. And in fact, I even got to present my intern project to Jeff Bezos. That's so astonishing. It's a dream to work at Amazon in Seattle and even bigger one to present to one of the biggest intellectuals like Jeff Bezos. After working at Amazon, you then worked at Microsoft in Redmond in the US. How did you get into Microsoft? Oh, uh, it was an interview I least expected I would clear to be very, very honest with you, Aditi. In fact, I remember on the day of my interview, my first round, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know, I, I won't name him, but uh, this guy, right, which I later got to know that he was known to be tough and intimidating, right? So, Mr. Tough, he asked me uh, as an interview question that if I if I have a product to ship, but I know that there are security flaws, uh, what would I do? 
right? Would would I fix them and delay the release of the launch or launch it and be vulnerable, right? And I was like asking questions, building my pros and cons, you know, making a decision in my head, and then finally I said, it depends on X, Y, Z, which I will investigate, right? And he just looked right at me. He stared. He said, "Kundeep, you're not even sure what you will do. You can't even decide." And I was, I stood there in silence for the longest five seconds, and I quickly forced myself to make a decision on based, you know, basis my assumptions. And I said, "Okay, here's what I'll do. I'll do X." And within seconds, before I could finish my statement, he said. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And at that point, I was like, "Okay, the interview is over for me. I just want to survive this." But uh, you know, I had no expectations that I'll clear it. But uh, to you know, a lot of my uh, you know pleasant surprise, I actually did get in, right? And uh, I think the bigger surprise came when my hiring manager told me that this Mr. Tough guy, he gave me a strong hire, and he said that I can actually perform well. under stress which is very important in a security role you know i just tested and i thought it's over right but i'm glad i cleared it it wasn't easy to get into the central security and research team at their headquarters in fact if i remember i was the only indian sick um, on the team and um, i loved hacking and i was glad that i was able to do that as a day job Wow, hacking really sounds intriguing. Were you always interested in hacking? How did your hacking journey start? You were actually the first Indian Asia's hackathon competition. How was the experience, and how did you come to win it? <laughs> uh, so, quite honestly, I think that also was uh, unexpected, totally unexpected, right? I'll tell you how it all started. uh my university wanted to send uh, their students to this you know international hacking competition and at that time quite honestly i had barely heard of hacking right and thanks to the media i always thought uh, you know it is it is a teenager in a dark room with a black screen green font doing something he's not supposed to do right but uh, i really wanted to go because it was a fully sponsored trip and who won't like to you know uh, visit another country when somebody else is paying right so i i studied hacking i did everything i could and i cleared the preliminary evaluations and i got selected right now i was very super excited to go and i met my teammates and i realized that for them going to china was the ultimate milestone they didn't care about the competition at all i, I mean i was excited to go to china also i mean that was my prime reason as well but i was looking forward to the competition right and uh, but they were going there only for that reason alone right they they didn't even sit yeah. for the competition and honestly i i had taken a love for hacking by then and the more i studied about hacking the more it got uh, yeah, the more i got interested and i love challenges so i said all right let's let's sit for the competition right I was roaming around and i was doing the competition and when the results were announced we made it to the semis and no one expected us to qualify like quite honestly i was also surprised right it was like a perfect yeah. underdog story yeah it was perfect underdog story and uh, the team then looked at me and they got so charged up and they like hey gudeep let's do this let's give it our best and i think then is the time we came together as a team we gave our best and we actually won the competition 
and and i think uh, it was one of the most proudest moments because it was it was not just uh, leading my team into one of the most prestigious competitions it was how nobody you know expected us to bring any laurels and when we actually got back with such amazing victory uh, it was priceless right uh, and uh, i actually did a, a ted talk on hacking too very recently title hack hack your mind now um, uh, if you feel like go check it out that's unbelievable i'll request our listeners to please check out gundeep's ted talk i know i will so it was wonderful learning from you your stories were inspiring and i am definitely making my bucket list my professional bucket list any last words for this podcast i am so glad uh, you said that uh, aditi that you will make one i am so excited for what you will have in there and hopefully many others who are listening and i think um, in terms of uh, uh, last words i'll just say uh just focus right focus on the list revisit it as many times as you want and don't be afraid of failures right this is where i think people uh shoot themselves and be hard on themselves no one will ever know how many attempts it took for you to achieve your bucket list item but once you achieve it everyone will know that accomplishment right i got rejected 20 plus times before i wrote my first article and then i was asked by pc quest and information week to be a series author right i had a series of rejection when i put out my first research paper and today i have 23 to my name i applied to so many jobs before i got to work at microsoft headquarters right so i will just encourage you all to just keep at it you know even if you get it in the first time great if you don't that's okay because the first time you start from scratch but the next time you start you will actually be starting from experience right so yeah so just focus iterate don't give up and uh, go chase your dreams gundeep there are so many more questions but you know what i'm going to leave all these questions probably for the next time i guess this was much more of a learning session not just for me but for our listeners as well So let's just call it a day for this particular episode and I'm hoping to have you again. So thank you for joining us today. And if you guys like this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and make sure you share this episode with your loved ones. This is Aditi signing off. See you next time.